0: Money FM 89.3, Best of the Breakfast Huddle. Companies to Watch. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle, Elliot Danka and Bharati Jaktish with you. Time now for Companies to Watch. Uh, and it's an interesting one uh, that we're putting the spotlight on today. Uh, especially if you love songs from artists like Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift. Uh, but we do we know really who releases their music? Who's the moneymaker here?
1: Yeah, exactly. Isn't it funny that we usually think of the stars, right, the singers as the ones being the richest? Uh, But of course not, you know. There is the people who write the songs, they get a lot of money, and of course the company that releases their music. That company, for people like Lady Gaga and Taylor Swift, is Universal Music Group. And here's why you should tune in to Universal Music this week, yeah. The company made its debut in the stock market on Tuesday. It It's Europe's largest listing of the year so far. Question is, how did it fare? Well answer, UMG shares soared at around €25 Euros per share following its debut. This is approximately 36% above the reference price of €18.5 Euros per share.
0: Mm, as of yesterday, rather, uh, UMG shares closed slightly lower, just uh, over €24. Euros. So this gives UMG, which is listed on the Euronext Amsterdam Stock Exchange, a valuation of over €46 billion. Euros. Now, French media group uh, Vivendi currently owns a 10% share Share Cent Holdings owns 20%, and Pershing Square Holdings holds another 10%.
1: Those are big names indeed. Mm. The remaining 60% is now owned by outside investors and shareholders, many of whom were formerly shareholders in Vivendi. Mm. Uh, to find out more about this behemoth company, we're joined by Edino Abdul Hadi, music correspondent at The Straits Times. He covers the music industry both in Singapore and internationally for The Straits Times. Also, the vocalist and guitarist for local band Force Vomit, so very close to the music industry indeed. Uh, good morning, Edi. Good morning, guys. Now, Universal has been around for a long time and actually it's deemed a market leader in the industry. Uh, Perhaps tell us more about the business model and why it's decided to list on the stock market only now.
2: You're absolutely right. You know, as, as a music label... Universal Music has been around for a very long time. Uh, In fact, its roots go all the way back to 1934 when it was then called uh, Decca Records. Today, it has the largest share of the music market among the big three companies in the global music industry. Uh, The other two being uh, Warner Music and Sony Music. As to why it finally decided to list on the stock market now, perhaps it's only a matter of time, you know. The the way music is consumed by fans has changed a lot in the last 10 years. Listening to music on streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple Music has become the norm and physical formats that used to dominate such as CDs, cassettes, vinyls, they've become niche items today. So perhaps the move to list on the stock market is connected to how the company is hoping to leverage on uh, technology and uh, to build up their relationship with uh, growing streaming services uh, which rely on both ads and subscriptions.
0: Adido, it's very interesting yeah. because you mentioned that all three now are listed, yeah. and I'm curious as to what this means for competition. I remember back in the day when I was a when I was a music jock, you would have uh, representatives from these record labels try and sell you the artists, you know, bring CDs down, talk to you, uh, introduce them to you, uh, so that you would play them on air. and Naturally, that's how they got exposure. But with technology, things are so different. So, how does this change the landscape of competition for the big three in that sense? And what could it mean to the to the indie record labels?
2: Right. So right now, um, if you're looking at the, uh, the latest figures, right, uh, Universal holds about thirty-two percent of the market share, Sony Music 20 percent, and Warner Music Group sixteen percent. So together, the big three they hold about sixty-eight percent of the share of the global music recording market. And then uh, you are talking about indies, right? So indies hold the rest. Okay. Of of the of the share. And uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know, as, as streaming revenue grows, you know, the, the, like you mentioned, the majors can also expect to benefit. So mm. I think we can expect each of the big three you know, to try to increase their respective market shares. So.
1: We have talked about the competition, the big three, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. have also clearly mentioned that Universal is still the largest and has the greatest market share. Yeah. What is the secret behind this? What's given it its edge?
2: I think if, like you mentioned, this, if you ask any music fan, right, like me included, uh, they don't really care about which label their favorite artists are from. The most important thing for us is the music, the singers, the bands, the artists who are making the music, right? Uh, mm. But I think that so I think that Universal's biggest strength is their stable of artists, right? And so they're very good
1: at spotting them and making their picks, do you think?
2: And yes, and their roster is very eclectic and it caters to every generation of music fan, uh, uh, like pretty much every genre that you have right now. For example, like for the older generation of fans, you know, Universal Music has music from uh, legendary acts such as The Beatles, you know, it's probably one of the biggest bands of all time. Mm. Uh, the Beach Boys, you know, Bob Marley, <laughs> you know, reggae icon. If you're a hip-hop fan, they've got two of the biggest rappers in the world right now. Kanye West, Drake... And, you know, uh, mainstays like Eminem, they're all under Universal. And if you're a pop fan, Universal has the big ones, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, even the pop newcomers like Olivia Rodrigo. So these are all pretty much household names right now.
0: Mm. I, I like that you bring up talent Because all the talent that you mentioned A lot of it I mean, we're very familiar with it Some of the greatest mm-hmm. artists uh, From the Western side of the world Now, let's not forget The Asian side is Well, it's, it's, it's set to dominate Especially when you look at billboard charts And how bands like BTS uh, mm. Are really dominating the charts And they're gaining a significant foothold In the United States Is there a plan that you're aware of Maybe perhaps to, to horn Asian talent uh, by Universal Music and and really dominate in a more global sense and, and diverse at the same time. Yes, from what I understand,
2: last year, in the past year and a half, because of the pandemic, like mm. live streaming has been growing. Yeah, And um, Universal Music has said that it will invest in Venue Live, which is this live streaming platform that was launched last year by Big Hit Entertainment. And Big Hit Entertainment right. is the company behind K-pop superstars BTS. Yeah. So you can see that, that move... Um, like going towards K pop, it's happening already.
0: All right, definitely Asian represent there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, for sure. And, and getting so big. I mean, we recently saw BTS at the UNGA as yeah. well, the UN yeah. General Assembly. Yeah. That video oh, has yeah. certainly gone viral. We mentioned streaming quite a number mm-hmm. of times. Yeah. Uh, it expects to boost royalty, revenue and profit for some time to come. Universal, I mean. Where mm-hmm. do you think it can take its music streaming business in the future?
2: Right, I think about streaming, is like these days, if you want to hear a piece of music, uh, uh, Elliot, you mentioned being a DJ last time. You don't have to wait for the DJ to play the song on the radio. You don't have to go physically down to a music store, Tower Records, or whatever, to buy an album. You tap Spotify mm-hmm. on your smartphone, or you, you call up Siri, uh, you know, you type the song title, and you get the music immediately. And this is not just a generation generational thing that only younger music fans are doing. You know, I, I know a lot of older music fans who used to rely on physical music formats like CDs. They've gravitated towards streaming right now because it's so convenient. So mm. I think, you know, Universal Music will seek to strengthen their partnership with music platforms such as Spotify and Apple Music and um, even social media platforms where music play a big part, such as TikTok. Yeah. Uh, after all, there's, there's a whole new generation of music fans, a whole generation of new music stars such as Lil Nas X and Doja Cat who built up their popularity through TikTok. You know, their songs blew up in TikTok first before mm. they went into the
0: mainstream Hmm. and and that obviously you know with social media it's it's obviously going to sort of really explode uh, where where these uh, huge record labels are concerned uh, you know even Instagram that's competing with TikTok uh they have introduced uh music on Instagram stories as a fan i mean i w- i wanted to ask what does this mean for the customer or the consumer honestly they don't care as long as they can get their music right yeah yeah you just want to know that this is my favorite song.
2: I want it in my instagram. I want it in my TikTok so yeah. but I think that uh, what we can expect you know is that universal music will will, will leverage on technology to to deepen that connection between the fans uh, and music and the artists, for example, uh, away from social media, you know when it comes okay. to major album releases these days, there's a trend towards having artists put out enhanced versions on streaming services, which is kind of like. Your, when you buy CDs last time you used to have the, the extra versions you have the deluxe versions you have the regular versions <laughs> yeah. you have you have that on streaming services right now you know so for example like you have the enhanced version would have videos interviews uh, maybe easter eggs some fun stuff yeah. interactive features mm. they pull the listener deeper into the music you know and uh, like yeah, I mentioned it's about
1: gamification that, uh, to some extent yeah. gamification yeah, yeah, of music
2: yeah, even yeah. Yeah. yeah and like I mentioned I believe that you know Live stream gigs uh, are not going away anytime soon. You know, uh-huh. even as uh, concerts are slowly coming back, you see in the US, festivals are uh, back. In the UK, US festivals are back. In Singapore, uh, to a certain extent, you can go to concerts and all that. But I think live streams are here to stay, and I think that uh, artists and the Universal will have opportunities uh, to tap into cutting-edge technology that will make online performances, online concerts, even more immersive. Than they
1: are today. Thank you very much for that, Edino. Edino Abdulhadi, music correspondent at the Straits Times. Thanks for joining us this morning on Money FM 89.3. Before
0: acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.